hello, everyone, and thanks for joining us on Dial-Up. Dial-Up is about highlighting incredible builders in the space and giving the community a taste of what they're working on. Like Solana, we want to keep this fast and fun, so this will be a 20-minute show for that reason. If you have any question for our guest, Nick, please tweet them at our Twitter account, at SayDialect. If we have time, we'll ask one of them at the end of the show. I'm Chris, founder of Dialect. Dialect is a smart messaging protocol. Our open source developer tooling powers web notifications and wallet-to-wallet -wallet chat. You can get Dialect-powered notifications in-app via Web2 channels like email and Telegram and via Dialect inboxes hosted by Dialect, Dialect Step, Grape, and as of last week, Solveware as well. For this week's episode of Dialect, I'm joined by Nick. Nick is the founder of Clockwork, formerly Kronos. Nick, I hope it's okay that I use your old name as well. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Clockwork is a fully decentralized automation network, which I don't know about anyone else in the audience. I'm like very excited to hear more about exactly what this does. It's a super interesting primitive on Solana. Um, I met Nick, I think a few months ago, maybe we met before Austin and um, just very impressed with the Clockwork team and with Nick specifically. Um, we are actually, as I hinted at before, both at Mountain Dow today. So thanks Mountain Dow for hosting us. For those in the audience who don't know, which I think is probably relatively few, a lot of, I see a lot of familiar faces. Mountain Dow is, I'm actually not even sure the right word, but it is a, a co it's a co-work case in Salt Lake City, Utah, that has been taken over by some of the uh, most exciting names in Solana. I think MarginFi, obviously Solana, Wormhole, Cypher are some of the teams that have uh, put together and sponsored this uh, co-working space. It is for the full month of August. I think the first one was in February. So if you're in Solana or thinking of building in Solana, you should check out those teams and you should also keep uh, keep your eyes open for Mountain Dow in the future. It was for the month of August, so I think it's it's coming to a close soon. Anyway, that's all I'm going to say about uh, Mountain Dow. Nick, welcome to the show. That's a very long intro. Yeah, absolutely. Great to be here. Thanks for having me on. All right, let's get started. So we start the show by diving into how builders got started. So Nick, what's your crypto origin story? Yeah, uh, I guess it goes back a few years, maybe, to where I was working previously in big tech. Um, I did a stint of about four years at Uber, the uh, Ride Hill company. I was on the, the payments team there, helping build out the, uh, the payroll system that pays all the drivers. And uh, so I was doing a lot of international banking integrations. Um, I don't think a lot of people realize, but like Uber, in order to support that you know, giant payroll system, basically built out their own internal Stripe uh, that actually- That's incredible. The time, and I think maybe still does like more volume than Stripe does <laughs> in terms of like just- That's unbelievable. You know, more like dollar throughput. Um, and so I, just like during my time there, I just became very aware of like how kind of broken and slow and arcane like the current payment systems are. Um, and- Ended up leaving in, in December of 2019 to kind of dive into the startup world. Uh, along the way, ended up meeting these guys, uh, Edgar and Barrett, who uh, were hosting a thing called Mountain Compound in uh, February of 2021. And uh, this ended up being like the precursor to what Mountain Dow is today. It oh, interesting. Was, yeah, it was just kind of like oh, 12 to 14 of us or so, I think, like stuck in a house in, a, in Draper. Um, 
in uh yeah we we're basically trying to escape covid and like <laughs> meet up with a bunch of strangers on the internet and uh there barrett was actually already working on solana it was super early days and wow. uh he was the one who kind of like crypto pilled us all and so for me personally it was you know this was like the first system i had seen that it was really a kind of a light bulb moment it was like okay this thing is cheaper faster and arguably easier to use than any existing payment rails I knew about. And, and so that's what got me real excited about Solana and was actually what kind of like pulled me into crypto. Um, and so, yeah, it, it took us a few months before we really started building, but I think it was maybe August or September of that year, 2021, that we set out to kind of build some, some payment products on Solana as part of the Ignition Hackathon. Uh, and yeah, I don't, that was kind of how we dove in. That's incredible. For those who don't know, Edgar and Barrett are the founders of um, of uh, MarginFi and Cipher Protocol, respectively. And those are two of the teams we mentioned at Mountain Dow. So that's really cool. I didn't. I'd never heard of that Mo- Mountain Compound. You said, yeah, yeah, yeah. And February of 2021 was really early days. I got into Solana um, late, late 2021, but I discovered it summer of 2020 and been following for a while. So that's really cool. There's some very early projects those days. I think that was even pre-launch of like Radium and whatnot. So cool. Yeah. Um, that's, that's a great, great segue. So um, for those of us who are not familiar, tell us what a decentralized automation network like Clockwork does. Yeah, for sure. Basic gist of it is that we, we help developers automate and, and schedule transactions with the blockchain. Uh, without needing to rely on any centralized cloud service provider like like AWS or Google Cloud. Um, and, and this is quite big because it means that developers can decentralize yet another layer of their application stack. Um, and I guess one way we kind of frame this problem is what we call the automation dilemma, uh, which is basically today there's kind of a, a trade-off between either automating your DAP or, or keeping it decentralized. Uh, and it, it basically like in order to automate these transactions or like crank parts of your on-chain programs, uh, teams basically have to spin up a bot in AWS and, and submit transactions to the network. Uh, and that, that definitely works, but it kind of introduces this centralized single point of failure. Uh, and we have that's right today kind of, I don't know, like an illusion of dApps where like <laughs> the most popular favorite dApps uh, are, for better or worse, like cranked behind the scenes by, by AWS. Um, and we would like to kind of replace that, that piece of the stack with uh, just the, the blockchain itself um, is the basic plan. That's incredible. Um, a little bit of background, at least for me personally, I remember that when I first started looking into crypto and Web3, that was one of the first real shockers where I realized basically every smart contract, every program that you can call is something that you basically have to do externally as a user or a bot. The thing that we take for granted in web two of just like you can set up a cron job or you can set up some kind of automation framework. Um, did the, that infrastructure basically didn't exist. And Nick, you used this phrase crank, which was like, that was the shocking thing. I was like, what is this cranking thing? I started looking into it <laughs> and I realized like Serum, the original like central limit order book on Solana 
it was that like light bulb moment when I realized here's this order book where you have like asynchronous matching and people are cranking that thing or they were for a while. I think they've made some interesting infrastructure improvements and I don't know nearly as much about this as you do. Could you describe briefly how you get around this problem to get somewhat technical? I think the audience would be interested to hear it. Sure. Yeah. Uh, at, at like a very, there's, there's two basic pieces to the clockwork system. Uh, there's the, the first part is an on-chain program uh, where, where teams can, or programs can create queues. And, and the queues are just simple Solana accounts that can track and manage the, the state of some on-chain job or, or workflow. Um, so basically just keeping track of like which transaction are we on. And, uh, and then to crank that queue, uh, we have a network of, of what we call workers and uh, what makes Clockwork kind of unique uh, in the industry is that we're actually that network of workers is are the, the Solana validators themselves, uh, Solana validators in our uh, I see, got it. And and the way we were able to do that is we uh, leveraged this interface that uh, Solana provides on the validators called the, the Geyser plugin interface, uh, which basically just allows us to build arbitrary. Uh, libraries or arbitrary binaries and deploy them out to to people who are running these nodes. Um, and they just add an extra line to their validator startup script uh, for a config to kind of run with the Clockwork plugin. And they can turn their Solana validators into Clockwork workers. And so that is what allows them to kind of monitor the on-chain queues and start cranking them and, and earning automation fees for doing so. That's really fascinating. So I guess effectively, obviously validators, any validator um, helping secure a network is by construction and decentralized. And so there's really, you offer some kind of on-chain coordination that allows for deduplication and all that so that they can just kind of uh, operate and not have to think about each other. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, there's there's actually a proof of stake protocol that, that manages that coordination that we built out. Um, oh, cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of an interesting, uh, depends on how technical we want to get, but there's like an interesting spam problem where like, let's say there's a queue that needs to be cranked uh, and there's a thousand workers in, in the worker pool. If, if they're not coordinating in any way, then what you'll end up getting is all thousand workers kind of racing to crank that queue. Uh, and only one of them is going to win. And so they'll win some automation That's right. fee. And the other 999 will end up paying a network fee as well as like ping and, and clogging up the network. Um, so we actually use uh, a proof of stake protocol to, to kind of negate out queues to like sub pools of workers uh, to make that, that economics like a bit, a bit more sensible um, and also just reduce spam overall. That's super interesting. Um, yeah, it's, it's just seems like a problem. I was trying to get my head around it when I first heard about, about you all. Cool. Well, um, also still want to keep this show relatively short. Nick, I could just like ask you questions forever about how clockwork works. Um, I think a fair amount of your code is open source, right? Is that right? Or some of it at least? Uh, the full thing. Yeah, we've been thing. open That's source fantastic. Since, since day one. So you can literally just tell me to read the manual. I should just go do it. So cool. We need to improve our docs a bit, but uh, yeah, like for, for those that like to code dive, there is some definitely some like alpha in the, the branches out there on GitHub. Incredible. Yeah. Um, I, I 
poked around a little bit. So I, I will go take a look at that and I'll send you my questions. And I think we all could probably improve our docs. So you're not alone there. Um, <laughs> going to wrap up on clockwork briefly here. What are the use cases that you're most excited to see? Tell us a little bit about that. Anything you can share on, on applications for clockwork? Sure. Um, yeah, I think most immediately, like we are working with a number of multi-sig wallets and uh, uh, like DAO tooling services to provide kind of some, some payroll solutions, uh, basically scheduled token transfers, um, as well as some dollar cost averaging solutions, which are just kind of like recurring swaps. Um, if you want to like average into some, some position, some investment position. Um, so those we're really excited about. And then the thing I'm actually, I think, most excited about from this last week is we ended up building a program to crank serum markets. Uh, oh, so amazing. What, what that means, you know, going back to kind of, you know, describing the serum crank, uh, is that a lot of serum markets today are what are called permission markets, which means uh, a team will create a, a permissioned market on serum, and, and that means that team is responsible for cranking it. Uh, and that's right. Uh, yep. The kind of consequences that is that they have to stand up some service in AWS to do that cranking, um, which of course introduces kind of a, a you know single point of failure dependency onto those zero markets. Uh, but as well as like means that those teams have have all these server costs that that they don't like, um, that right. can be quite expensive. And so what. Uh, we're quite excited about is talking with a few teams where they can base their crank authority for those permission markets uh, away from their kind of AWS bots into this new program and have those those permission markets cranked by the Clockwork Network. Um, so they can shut down those servers that they're running in AWS, save some money there, and also end up decentralizing uh, that, that whole dependency. That's incredible. The, congratulations. That's really exciting. Um... Like, I just think about Web2 infrastructure. You think about, like, most products in the world, they've got, like, an app or a mobile app. They've got, like, a back-end API that the mobile app talks to to handle user events. And they've got, like, a database. And then there's, like, always that fourth piece, which is, like, asynchronous scheduling of tasks. And so we're talking, like, really foundational, primitive. I, again, said that it was one of the most amazing things I first learned about crypto. Maybe not in a great way that it was not something that existed. So it's really exciting to hear about clockwork. And um, I feel like there's just like infinite applications, maybe clockwork or not. What is a killer use case for crypto that you feel like doesn't exist yet today that you'd like to see built? Hmm. Uh, huh. <laughs> I think true, like peer to peer payments. I, I would like to be able to like pay uh, for dinner, like, with crypto and not have to go through visa to do it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like I, I know it's there's like a... a lot of solutions people are talking about nowadays or trying to build out for like a crypto debit card. Um, and That's right. I think, I think that will be great. It's like it will allow users to spend their, their crypto uh, at any given merchant, but the, the kind of drawback of kind of the current solutions is, is just the dependency on visa um, or, or MasterCard and having to go through them, which I think in a way like, it defeats the point because <laughs> like we still yep. have to end up paying those interchange fees. Um, yeah, I'd that's like right. To, I'm very bullish on, on our friends over at, at mountain pay and, and what they're doing there. Um, Likewise in terms of supporting kind of peer to peer payments uh, between consumers and merchants. 
Yeah, the um, Solana Pay and Solana Pay like transaction request spec is one of those things that just blew our minds and uh, feel like we've barely scratched the surface on what you can do with it. Cool. Uh, okay, uh, we're running we're running low on time, but let's get into a rapid fire section. Nick, what is your favorite handful of dApps? Favorite dApp? Uh, I'm gonna have to go with Squads. Awesome, <laughs> big fan of Squads. First NFT. <laughs> A uh, monkey, monkey doll. <laughs> Very expensive. First oh, a NFT. monkey here. <laughs> right. I, I don't know if I knew that you were a monkey. Um, NFT you will never sell. I feel like I know the answer to that one. Yeah, also the monkey. Uh, most underrated builder. Most underrated. Um, I'm going to have to go with uh, Caveman Loverboy at Genesis Go. That guy is insanely talented. Awesome. Cool. We will we'll tag him after the show. Best food near Mountain Dow. Best food? Uh, Best food. Rocco Taco. Uh, not, not too far from the shop here. It's maybe three or four blocks. Uh, amazing tacos. Kind of like fusion tacos. I'm realizing I wish that I had asked you this at the beginning of our stay at, at Mountain Dow. Um, Saga phone, is it your primary phone or your crypto phone? Well, I haven't received it yet, so it's not my <laughs> primary phone. Um, but yeah, I, I imagine I'll use two phones for a little bit. Uh, I would like to transition to the, the Saga phone. Um, I've been an iPhone user for, I don't know, maybe the, the, the better part of the last 10 years. So that transition Same. may be a, a little uh, rough, but uh, I'm looking forward to trying it out. Yeah, I'm I'm very excited. And last one, you weren't building in Web3, what would you be doing? Uh, trying to get into Web3. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I think it's just like the most exciting space. Uh, yeah, around, like I think blockchain is right now really the most interesting thing happening in computer science. Um, kind of up there down. with like machine learning and uh, quantum computing. and But like yes. blockchains are just the most practical right now. And so, yeah. It's, it's very incredible technology. Be. That may be the best answer yet. Uh, now I know how I'm going to answer this if I ever get asked that question. Great. Okay, so in closing, we'd love to spread the love a little bit. Um, who should our listeners follow on Twitter who isn't related to Clockwork and why? Oh, definitely follow TJ and Greg at Mountain Pay. Uh, some super exciting stuff in uh, Solana Payments, as well as uh, Edgar from MarginFi and, and Barrett from Cypher. Uh, those guys have done more than, than anyone, I think, to like spread the you know the gospel of, of Solana and, and pull in like devs, uh, amazing people to the ecosystem. And, and so, yeah, definitely give them a follow. Fantastic. Um, well, thank you, Nick. Like we said, we want to keep this fast and fun. So that's all for today. Um, join us next week when we'll be chatting, actually, coincidentally or not, with Edgar from MarginFi. Thank you, Nick. Um, we can't wait to see what's next. Clockwork. We'll be following along for sure. And keep us in the loop. For sure. It was great to be here. Thanks, Thanks so much. Take care. Bye. Bye.